Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. Welcome to the final episode of my series on burnout and self-care. Last time, I delved into how important it is to listen, be patient, and trust the process. In James chapter 1 is, is one of my favorite verses, and I quote this all the time, whether it's marriage counseling, whether it, it's just counseling other people, whether it's just a, a great wisdom. James writes, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. This is such an important verse as we are counseling, as we're ministering, as we're helping other people, is that we need to be quick to listen to them, slow to give advice, and slow to emotionally react, which is the opposite of what we usually do. You know, oftentimes we joke at Stenzel Clinical that if people had friends that truly listened to them, we'd go out of business. And while that might not be completely true, Oftentimes, we don't have friends that truly listen to us. They may listen for three, four, five minutes, but then they jump in with their advice and they jump in with trying to fix you. You know, oftentimes, you just want people to listen. People want to be heard. People want to be understood. And it's our job to listen and slow down and hear. We are not the savior of the world, but we point people to the savior of the world. You know, oftentimes I've had a savior complex, whether being a pastor or a lay person at church or as a counselor, and I've had to realize it's not about me, it's about God, and it's about God saving people. And God can. And I think oftentimes we're in a hurry to fix people because we want them to get to where we want them to get to. But, you know, I would say, A, are you where you want to be? And the answer is no. And so God is patient with us, and we need to be patient with other people. And I think oftentimes we jump to advice or jump to telling people what to do because we are impatient. We want them to get to where we want them to be. And in counseling, we call this trusting the process. And when I get new interns, I I said, you know what, we're going to learn a a phrase called trusting the process. And you're not even going to understand it at first. And hopefully after a year, you'll completely understand it. And trusting the process is pretty much just trusting God, is doing what works and trusting God with the results. And so we need to be patient with people and not rush them. And so we need to make sure that um, people feel heard and people feel cared for and people feel you accept them and that you get it. And when people feel heard and cared and accepted and that you get it, then so much more likely to listen to your advice or to hear from you. But we earn the right to be heard. And I would say oftentimes we need to let people wrestle with God. You know, we don't need to defend God. We don't need to answer for God. People are like, I'm so mad at God. I'm like, okay, be mad at God. You know, in the Psalms, David was angry with God. There's more Psalms of lament than there are Psalms of praise. And it's okay. And I think oftentimes we don't feel comfortable with other people being uncomfortable. And so we need to fix them so they're comfortable, so we're comfortable. If you kind of follow all that. But I think one of the greatest gifts we can give people is being comfortable with them being uncomfortable, letting them being upset, letting them be angry, letting them be sad, letting them mourn, letting them grieve, letting them feel, and just being present with them and saying, yeah, I hear you. That's hard. 
That's difficult. Wow. It's okay to say you don't know. It's okay just to go, hmm, and listen. You know, it's funny, at the, the, the Mount of Transfiguration, it, in one translation it says, Peter didn't know what to say, so he said, God, it's you know, good for us to be here. And then the funny thing is God spoke from heaven and said, this is my son, listen to him. He was pretty much, Peter, would you shut up for once? I'm sure that's not because, you know, God is more loving and patient than me. I'm sorry he wasn't sarcastic, but we speak before we think. You know, I, I wrote an article years ago, and it's on our uh, Senzo cl- Clinical website on um, three things to say at a funeral, and the rest of it is don't say anything. And, you know, I kind of have a, a soapbox on this or a pet peeve is that people don't know what to say at wedding, at, excuse me, funerals, because they're sad and they see other people sad, so they say stupid things. And I, I think people mean well, but because they're so uncomfortable, they say things that end up hurting people. And I remember a year ago at my father's funeral, people mean well and cared, but really said some hurtful, ignorant things. And I didn't take it personally. I knew they meant well. But, you know, sometimes it, it's okay to just be present with someone saying, hey, I'm here for you. Hey, I love you. Hey, I care for you. Hey, how can I pray for you? And now I always have to give the answer to everything. And I would say, do you respect the people you're ministering to? And that might be an odd question, but if you respect the people you're ministering to, you don't have to constantly feed them all the answers. You can help them come to their own conclusions, come to their own answers. And I would say, along with you know, respecting them, are you using appropriate boundaries? You know, are you seeing people for a certain time and then not? You know, in counseling, we see people for 53 minutes. And that's our boundary. And there's times we go over and not, but, you know, we have to, you know, see that person and then they have to leave and then we see another person. And that's a boundary. And, you know, I don't see people at midnight. I don't, you know, even, you know, at church as I, you know, we help with small groups. We, you know, we love on people and we care for people, but there also needs to be healthy boundaries so that we're not constantly draining ourselves and constantly giving ourselves um, more than we are responsible to give. And so in all of this, are we trusting God in the process? In other words, God is never in a hurry. God is going to grow this person. Very few things are urgent. Obviously, suicide is urgent. Obviously, abuse is urgent. And you want to report those and you want to help people quickly out of those. But even then, you know, it it takes 10 times for an abused woman to leave her husband. And I know you know, counselors that work with these people and they get so frustrated because they just want to rescue these women from themselves saying, would you please leave them? Would you please leave him and not go back? And yes, that's the best thing, but maybe they're just not ready. And there's a reason they go back. And you know, and, and the counselor then needs to be patient and care and that the counselor needs to give them space to be ready to leave and to fully leave when they're ready. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon writes, Sorrow is better than laughter, because a sad face is good for the heart. Let me say that again. Sorrow is better than laughter, because a sad face is good for the heart. Important fact, people need to emote and experience pain. There is no shortcut to growth, and we can't give quick fixes. There is no quick fix for death, for grieving, for hurt, for abuse, for things that people go through. There is no quick fix. And the most loving, kind thing we can do is to sit with people and let them vent, let them feel, let them process, and let them tell their story. What people need is for us to validate. Wow, that sounds really hard. To normalize. 
that, you know, wow, you know what? I know it may feel like you're the only person that struggles with that, but thousands of people struggle with that. You know, helping people understand. I was even just talking today is that oftentimes because everyone puts on their smiley face when they leave the house, we think everyone has a better life than us. But that's because we only see the surface of what's going on, but we see everything that goes on. And so sometimes normalizing people and helping people realize that everyone struggles, just reflecting back what you hear. Wow, what I hear you saying is that that was just such a hard time in your life. Ask questions about their story. You know, as they're telling their story, ask questions, ask pertinent questions. How did you experience that? How did that, does that affect you today? You know, what have you done with that anger? What happened to your mom? You know, and just, I would ask questions so you understand the story better and they can get the story out. Obviously, we want to just be present. Don't let your mind wander. Listen and, and be there and allow them the space to emote. And this goes back to what I just said earlier. Are you comfortable with people being uncomfortable? Do you need people to be okay for you to be okay? Can we trust God's timing as God grows people, as God is working on people? God is not slow in our sense, but he's never in a hurry. You know, it's funny, we, we uh, so often quote Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and, you know, and plans for good. And I think what we don't always realize is what the verse right before that is. And it says in verse 10, this is what the Lord says, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. Then he says, for I know the plans I have to you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. You know, oftentimes we quote that verse as, and God is going to bless me today and he's going to take all the bad things away. And God doesn't do that. And this might sound funny, but God loves you too much for that. God doesn't want us to be spoiled brats. You know, as I look back on my life, and I've had some difficulties and challenges, um, either self-created or just uh, thrown upon me, all of them have grown me in character. All of them have grown me humility. And all of them have given me the ability to minister to other people. So I rejoice and I am thankful for the difficult things I have gone through. Actually, you know, the key verse for Stanza Clinical is, when Paul writes, he goes, you know, we comfort those with the comfort we ourselves have received from Christ, which means we at one time had to have been comforted. And, you know, I honestly counsel best in the things that I've grown in and I'm growing in because God has grown me in them. And I can take what God has taught me and, and minister to other people. So I appreciate you uh, listening to all this. I hope it's helpful for you as you minister to others to make sure that, A, you're doing self-care, you're allowing other people to minister to you, you're using God as the power and the strength and the glory for your ministry. And as you are ministering to people um, well and intelligently and wisely. Thanks for listening. That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at Stunzel Clinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.